Good evening, everyone. This is the Nerdy Venice Podcast, episode number 1228, and it is take one. Celebrating their 10th anniversary as the Masters of Geek Foo, this is a Nerdy Venom's presentation. Oh, terrific. You've got some information we need, ghoul. You won't find me the talkative sort. Hey! Where's Kronos? My arm's getting tired. I can't believe I was ever that green. This is how you interrogate someone. And we've got 9,453 active jokers organized into about 200 smaller groups. I don't know where Kronos is. He contacts us. He spends every night in a different one of those old buildings. There's no way of knowing ahead of time where he's gonna be. And that's everything I know. Everything? I went my bed until I was 14. Losing my patience. I can't control my friend here much longer. You better give us something we can use. His wife! I know where his wife is! Wow. Batman playing good cop. Yep. This is the Nerdy Venoms Podcast. Yes. He's playing good cop, bad cop with himself. <laughs> Really, Toby? You don't have a joke for that? <sighs> Moment of is silence, I guess. Show? I, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, seriously, is it just us two? I mean, seriously? I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. I don't know. The only one, the only other one here is Mutsky, and he doesn't say anything. Oh, that's what happened. We was waiting for him. <laughs> we we totally anyway. forgot. Hello out there, my fellow programs. Thank you for joining us. If you're here, it means you. It means there is about a 95% chance you did not go through an earthquake this past week. <laughs> oh, hmm. Did you get one? Specific, one of those? Specifically yesterday, Monday, yes. Yeah. One here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amateurs. Welcome to the Nerdy Venom's podcast, the only podcast to agree that wannabe alpha males like Nick Adams should be laughed as they leave Hooters. Okay. You know what? This is all right, between the two of you. I mean, seriously. I, I was, know. I was, I was cracking open a beer. I'm sorry, I turned my head. Oh, who is Nick Adams? <laughs> I, I mean, he's Donald Trump's favorite author, apparently. So oh, no wonder we don't know who he is. I didn't know that guy read. I, I, I thought it. I, I thought his favorite writer was the guy who wrote C-Spot Run. Uh, anyway. Uh, so did I. Yes, I am, as usual, the private with me are my fellow people who do not watch Marvel films for the Sokovian Accords, the Nerdy Venoms. We first have, of course, Lord Dalek. Uh, what the fuck? What, what, what the fuck? 
Is, That's is, how he's is feeling. This another, is this Allow him to let his feelings be his feelings. <laughs> my feelings be my feelings? <laughs> your feelings be your feelings. Anyway, also join us, tell everyone Kenobi. Yes, Yabba Dabba Do. And of course, Blurred Words is joining us. Yes, yes I am. And uh, Mutsky is in the chat. I know the crew is late this weekend. Well, this week, well, you know, it's, you know, we were all hung over because of Wakanda Forever. So, you know. Well, you were. I didn't see it. But mm. too much melanin. For that you? is that would be a mistake. Too much, uh, too much melanin for you? It's called Money. Very expensive to see movies lately. Yeah, price is up. I would have um, helped you finance that movie. Well, if people who contributed to the coffee.com slash the nerdy venoms, we could have solved that. But, you know. Yeah, you, you could have just asked, man. We, we, mm-hmm. we would have had your back, bro. Yes, anyway, yes, we would have. <laughs> we have a fantastic show lined up for you tonight with all the same energy as Massachusetts Senator Ed Markey coming for Elno Smuck for being a digital slumlord. So let's get it on with the news. Action news with anchor person Jonathan Stone. Deleted entry. Obi-Wan Kenobi's bits and bites. M-Dog cleans your gutters. Lord Dalek's appeal for sanity. And Uncle Blordward's creepy crypt. Now, action news. <laughs> anyway, we begin tonight with the inevitable second collapse of geek collecting. <laughs> Fuck you, uh, NFTs. No, 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 something else. Bank of America is down, has been downgraded, ha, has been downgrading Hasbro as of Monday, commenting that the toy company is, quote, killing its golden goose of Magic the Gathering brand of, with greed. Oh. Mm. Wait a minute, how so? Uh, an analysis elaborated later that day. As for CNBC, commented on how the company is putting out too many special event packs and will re-release valuable out-of-print cards for its upcoming 30th anniversary next year. So basically, uh, all the value of all those rare cards are going to go down immediately. Yeah, Hasbro is good at doing that. <laughs> I mean, is this, this Wizards have been the coast has been doing this for thirty years. Why are they? Why is Bank of America could doing this now? Because Hasbro. Oh, because Hasbro. Oh, jeez. Hasbro's. Well, I mean, you know, they are. Uh, uh, as of as of recording, uh, the stock lost. About it, it, it lost six percent yesterday and gained back two point seven one percent today, so it still lost about four percent. Uh, with the stock losing less than half its value since the beginning of the year. Now we know, and knowing is half the battle. Go, bros. I mean, Joe's. I mean, if anyone has noticed that their, you know, their their personalization thing, you know, isn't doing so hot either. Uh, he's a trying. Yeah, no. This studio so is just circling the drain. Trying. 
<laughs> Looks like Amazon destroyed local ecosystems while filming the Lord of the Rings of Power. <laughs> One hundred billion dollars to kill off some rainforests. <laughs> oh, the Guardian man. reported last week that the Lord of the Rings production filming in New Zealand, as well as other TV and film productions, are having a negative impact to the environment. What impact is that? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. Workers on the <laughs> Rings of Power illustrated how much waste and emissions were made during filming with one describing the amounts by July 2021 being enough to fill four and a half Olympic-sized swimming pools. Wow. Olympic-sized. Yes. Not the normal Olympic-sized. Now, the studio team did state they tried to offset the over 390 tons of garbage they throw out with such things like using re- reusable water bottles, paper and battery recycling, and eating vegetarian meals for at least once a week. Oh, by the way, they moved to a different country to screw up their eco- ecosystem next season. <laughs> like the smartest move. <laughs> An old situation. Oh, that's because the pound what, is so cheap right now because their economy's in the toilet. And, and, and what does eating vegetarian veg food like what does that do well it's they say one thing that you can help to cut down methane or reduce your carbon footprint is eating vegetarian at least once a week oh okay yeah because all that carbon and um beef what (laughs) no all those carbon emissions that we have from pork right uh no that would be beef Cows eat, uh, cows let out methane, remember? They fart a lot more than pigs do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if we eat them and they're not farting, ain't that a ain't yeah, that a plus? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what they make for you know what they make fertilizer out of? Cow patties. Yep. You know why it's called the uh, carbon cycle? <laughs> apparently people did not pay attention in science class especially the oh, they, teacher they still, here they still um, have science one, one i'm a math teacher two i, I skipped <laughs> that you. chapter on the deadly effects of cow farting so yeah i'm sorry <laughs> i'm with him yeah. but then, now i understand though why why ufos come down for our cows it must help yeah. wherever they're taking them exactly no, because, they, <laughs> no, they, no, because they think that they're the more intelligent beings with humans and they are quite right <laughs> They could take any animal at that point. That is true, too. Uh, I still, to this day, still think that bears are the smartest animals on the planet because they do the smartest thing possible during the wintertime. Sleep? Fucking go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) They eat and then go to bed. I'll give it to you. On that, I'll I'll say panda bears. Yeah, they just eat. Yeah. Well, the, the area they live in, they yeah, don't all they have to sleep. Well, the only do the only thing they do is eat. Besides eat, they shoots and leaves. Yeah, shoot. I mean, pandas are more like rabbits. They all they do is they eat shit and fuck. I mean, you know, they're yet happy. somehow they're going extinct, even with all the eating 
And well, that's, that's the dumb humans that's no on longer, this planet. <laughs> that is, they're actually no longer on the endangered species list, so there you go. No. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a plus in this story. <laughs> William Shatner does not understand why his Star Trek co-stars are picking on him. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have many left. They're dying. Wait, was he on set? Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, his Star Trek co-star. Let's rephrase that. Co-star. There's, there's another one. Uh, Walter Keening is still alive, too. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. In a recent interview with the Times UK promoting his new book, the man with an allegedly symbiotic ego who played Captain James T. Kirk lamented that his co-stars criticized him over the years. He especially had choice words for George Takei, who has criticized him the most, especially last year when he hitched a ride in Jeff Bezos' penis rocket. (laughs) Uh, He chalked up the the hate for him as attention attention-seeking, stating, quote, 60 years after after some incident, they are still on that track. Don't you think that they're, that's a little weird? It's like a sickness. George has never stopped blackening my name. These people are bitter and embittered. I have run out of patience with them. Why give credence to people consumed by envy and hate? To which reach for a comment, uh, George Takei can only reply, Oh my. I'll, I'll take that one. Um, hey, I, I, I don't know what to say, man. I mean, if anybody knows behind the scenes and how it all went down, and, and hey. But I, oh, I, I would say. we heard of him over the years, <laughs> he, he deserves it. A lot of the yeah. shit that he gets is his own making, so. Exactly. I mean, the story's being told, but I, I, I can't kind of agree with the point of yo. Just, just let it go. <laughs> Either tell the full story or let it go. The cold never bothered him anyway. Apparently not, especially when we went to space. Speaking of phallic symbols coming from space, <clears throat> remember the space forces space plane. <sighs> No, no. Well, it has come back to Earth again. The Boeing-developed space plane, which was uncrewed, has returned to Earth after spending 908 days in orbit. Wow. The reusable X-37B Orbital Test Vehicle 6 uh, landed over the weekend at the Kennedy Space Center, where... When it, uh, you know, from after deploying payloads for the military and NASA, and then decided to stay up there since May 2020. Uh, this is the sixth mission for, for the uh, space plane has made, with the previous one staying in orbit for 780 days. So, how many times, how many, how many playthroughs of the Blue Danube did they get through while that thing was in orbit? Is that a math question? Yes, math professor. Tell us. (laughs) Dear Crypt Keeper, Um, do you know anything about math? Um, I know um, one and one is screw you. Twice. Judges? (laughs) 
And now with his reporter, our very old Chava in his gaming corner. Now, before the drums kicked in, I honestly thought that was going to be like an old ABC uh, Ident bumper theme. I'm with you, but when that bass kicked in, that bass kicked in. Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta change my job because <laughs> in the being the creepy crypt keeper does not get me any kind of music. So yeah, we gotta do something. Oh, you want music? Well, here's your music. I've been, I've been... With no bass, you know what? I'm I'm okay with that. It's one of the few pieces of music I can play because it is public domain. Yeah, we'll cut it though. That was uh, (laughs) anyway. What do you got? But anyway, what we got for tonight? Let's see. Let's feed our switches. Uh, tonight the three games on your switch. I believe you you should grab. Bitches, did you? Yeah, switch. Okay. Um. Yeah, my first game on the list is going to be Inside. Um, this is a cool side-strolling adventure game. Opposed uh, to outside? Uh, definitely, definitely opposed to outside. Um, this game right now is on sale at 90% off. That means you can grab it right now for one ninety-nine. I'll buy it for a dollar, but it's two dollars. So yes, one ninety nine. Check this game out; it's cool. And by the same company, they went and made another game similar to it, a bit better. Actually, it's the game before it, um, and that's called Limbo. Um, this one is also on. That so, is a good game. Yes, both of these are actually good games. So I'll say grab them up because they're both on sale at the same percent off. That's ninety percent off. You can actually grab this one too for one ninety nine. Like I said, under ten bucks, you can grab both of these games for under ten bucks, and they're good games to grab. My last one on the list is UltraCore. This game is a side-strolling shooting adventure game, which is really cool because this game wasn't meant to come out they was working on it they dropped it it was supposed to come out for sega genesis um they left it alone and hey they found it somewhere on a computer it was like hey we have this game we can finish it we can put it out and they did that so ultra core you can get this game right now on sale at 80 percent off your price is going to be $3.99. Those are my three games for the night, people. Grab them up. Have some fun. Ba, ba, ba. Yeah, that Yo, wasn't so all right good. That I... <laughs> is it all right that I dance to my music in the background? Like... 
Time to break in some DDR there. It's <laughs> all so good. Uh, we did lose a few people over the last week. Um, first, we lost both comic artists, Carlos uh, Pachico uh, and Kevin O'Neill last week. Uh, Pachico uh, had been dealing with ALS while O'Neill was fighting a long-term illness. Both uh, died in their 60s. Mm-hmm. Right. Neil was 69 and uh, Pashko was uh, 60 uh, once popular stand up prop comic Gallagher died from organ failure at his hospice home he was 76 Ooh. and the predominant voice actor who played Batman for over 30 years Kevin Conroy died due to complications from cancer he was 66 Oh, it was cancer. I did not. I, I wasn't sure what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say short bout with cancer. That's Oof. all they said. Because he looked pretty good uh, on. Uh, he looked very virile uh, yeah. uh, when he did that video, that TikTok for Halloween a couple weeks ago. So I didn't know what it could be. It's gonna. Be, it was a, definitely a shock. Uh, well, those, I mean, he probably had something that went through him rather yeah. quickly. You know? Well, we'll be talking about it later, so. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, some other quick news. Uh, Rain Wilson has changed his name to Rainfall Heat Wave Extreme Winter Wilson to bring attention um, to climate change. What? Oh, what? <laughs> Say his and, name again five times fast. Uh, rainfall heat wave extreme winter Wilson heat wave extreme winter yeah rainfall <laughs> heat wave extreme winter Wilson rainfall heat wave extreme weather winter never exactly <laughs> Pat Oswalt just shakes his head like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> <laughs> That Margot Robbie uh, Pirates of the Caribbean film is apparently now dead in the water. I guess it uh, sunk. Saw uh, so what y'all did there. <laughs> With Davy Jones's locker. And after 25 years, the perpetual animated 10-year-old Pokemon trainer Ash Ketchum is finally world champion. So, congratulations. End it. Congrats. End it now. <laughs> <laughs> Ash became Pokemon champion before Mon- Luffy found One Piece. What the fuck? <laughs> Tell us how you feel. And finally, rats sure do love Lady Gaga, Queen, Michael Jackson, and others. What? Please explain. Scientists at the University of Tokyo have concluded that rats like music as much as humans do and even react to it the same way. I can agree on that, but go with the story. Uh, The researchers (laughs) placed 20 lab-grown and raised rats with wireless accelerators, accelerometers implanted who had never heard music before and had music played for them at different beats per minute. The rats showed that they responded similarly to humans, sim- similarly to humans in synchronous- synchronicity, and bopped their heads to the music, especially at around 120 to 140 beats per minute. 
honestly, and this is this is a true story, and I could believe this, but um, yeah, I raised rats and mice growing up. Um, I lost a mouse when I was young in my house, and my mom was like, "If I find it first, I'm killing it." And I was in my room, and I was just like, "I don't know where it is." Uh, I was DJing at the time, so I just started playing some music, and it came out, and it just sat in the middle of my floor. It was just like chilling, like, "Yo, I blend that right there, blend that right there." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just sat in the middle of the floor, rocking, like, "Oh, I was like, oh, there you are." But um, yeah, so. I, I believe it. Is it bopping with with you and, and stuff like that? Yo, he was just sitting there, just like with the music, like all right. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I believe that. I lived it. Uh, the results, which have been published in the Journal of Science Advances, were mostly based on pieces of Mozart played at various speeds. But they also added the anecdote uh, that they responded equally to human similarly to humans when they played them Lady Gaga's Born This Way, Queen's Another One Bites the Dust, Michael Jackson's Beat It, and Maroon 5's Sugar. That's funny because I think I was playing a Michael Jackson song. I'm sure I'm sure there's a <laughs> comment to be made about how uh, mice were running really running the experiment on, on us so that they could determine the ultimate question to light the universe and everything but i think now that joke has suddenly become very reversed well you know they're trying to take over the world mm-hmm. narf well i could have i could have well, <laughs> done this as a closer or about how the swiss grounded their eagle squadron so there you go I'll go anyway, for more news. <laughs> anyway, for more news and commentary from the Nerdy Venoms, check us out on Twitter at the Nerdy Venoms or Facebook.com/slash the Nerdy Venoms, and that is your news for this Tuesday evening. I just felt like I finished a board on a hard video game. Uh, I figured we uh, do a bit of. Uh, uh, some getting rid of some trauma and some grieving out of out of our systems, uh, especially after last week when uh, we learned that Kevin Conroy had passed away. I mean, personally, when I read the news, I was like, "Holy shit!" So loud that people at work at my real job looked around like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <clears throat> I thought they do that just when you walk through the door with your tall behind. You know, you beat me to that, sir. <laughs> I, I mean, no one knew that he was sick. Of course. No. It was like, it, uh, it, I mean, it, it kind of hit like how uh, when Chadwick passed away a couple of years ago, I was like, oh, hell. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, or when Prince died, it's like, what? what the, yeah. So, yeah. I yeah. mean, this one hit me hard because... He has been the uh, preeminent voice of Batman for over 30 years. Just like I find Mark Hamill, I, I associate uh, Mark Hamill with the Joker more than I do with Luke Skywalker, I associate Kevin Conroy more as Batman than anyone else being Batman. Yeah, because every other... Live actor. Uh, every cartoon Batman prior to Kevin Conroy... 
was basically just doing a version of Adam West, including Adam West himself. <laughs> well, no, I mean, a, a live action or voice. I mean, that, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, I would say if they had given him more dialogue in those movies, I would have said Michael Keaton had the definitive Batman voice, but of course he, they didn't. And so you heard Kevin Conroy a lot more than you ever heard Michael Keaton. Yeah, and, and then, you know, on top of that, I mean, doing the cartoons, it was like, it was a lot of them. It was a run. Yeah, it was a week. It was a new episode so, every day oh, for five days a week. In the exactly. So it was yeah. like hearing the voice of Optimus Prime. It's like <laughs> he became the voice. But then after when the Tim, you know, after the Timverse sort of imploded, he he played Batman in a few of the movies and you know Arkham. the Arkham Arkham games as well. Yes, as well, some of, some great games. And it's funny because like other actors post him have kind of tried to do uh, sort of like a spin on the Kevin Conroy voice, especially yeah, yeah. especially like uh, Bruce, was it Bruce Greenwood who plays Batman on Young Justice? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's a very yeah. similar voice. Uh, Bruce Greenwood. Uh, I mean, the only one that came close, and he did it because it was campy, was uh, Diedrich uh, Bader, who did Brave All the right. Yeah. So, I mean, and he was, he, you know, they hired him to do a campy version of, of Batman anyway, so. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm... I, I mean, yeah, Dietrich Bader is basically doing sort of a more hunky version of Adam West, isn't he? Yeah. And a more trauma, uh, trauma-induced trauma version in Harley Quinn also, since he plays, plays him in uh, Harley Quinn. Hmm. But I... I don't know. It, it, this, it really did bum me out. And, you know... I grew up with him being Batman. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of us did, for that matter. Yeah, oh, him and Michael Keaton. Yeah, yeah. Michael Keaton definitely being the face of the, the of the new Batman, and yeah, and him being the voice of the yeah, animated so Batman. So yeah. I mean, he even got around to doing it live action as well. Mm-hmm. And that was cool to see. Oh yeah, definitely. Which was really the pinnacle of the uh, WBDC uh, stuff at that point. Uh, the crisis on infinite we earths. Watching, yeah, I, I mean that was practically the pinnacle. For yes, that, for the uh, Arrowverse at that point, because it's like everything went downhill from there. It was also sort of a vindication uh, or validation of his career because. Um, after those soap operas he did in the eighties, he didn't get many live action roles because of um, I, I, I didn't even know he was gay. I was I was surprised. Um, uh, no one knew he was gay until earlier this year. So wow, yeah, okay, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're not alone. Yeah, in the in the uh, DC Pride comic. Right, I mean, outside of uh, old episodes of, of Another World and Batman, the only thing I ever saw Kevin Conroy in was in a bad pilot for a show that never got sold that was called Island City. 
and yeah, and that's and he did that just before he did Batman and right. And that never took off. <laughs> no. No. And we and we uh, were much better off for it. It's Clinton, man. You being funny. He's really going back in the day. <laughs> and I've watched those. <sighs> Clinton. Uh, yes, Clinton. Clinton, the Velvet Voice, is in the chat. I guess he can't wake up with this guy. He's taking it I'll, I'll, I will read it. In, okay, I will read this in the way you expect me to. I grew up with Adam West's Batman. Right, the greatest to play him was Lewis Wilson. And the best to ever play Superman was Kirk Allen. And that's how it was and you liked it. You liked it! <laughs> oh, you made him come off mic though. <laughs> I was trying to go for the angry old man from SNL. <laughs> I don't know where you went. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Damn, damn it, Clinton! The best bat Superman is George Reeves. Get it right. The best. <laughs> George Reeves. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I actually yeah, do go back and watch George those. <laughs> I actually do go back and watch that, those in the morning. What's that, Clinton? Allen, best Superman. Louis <laughs> Wilson, best Batman. <laughs> Wait, is he the one from the '40s serial? Yes, he's yeah, taking he's the, it back. Bro. Yeah, he's, he's the one who fought. Yeah, he's the one who fought Doctor Daka. <laughs> because it's wow, I remember too. when AMC would used to show that was like on Sunday morning. I, I like they, they would always say, and they, they'd have to say, "We we we're we're kind of embarrassed by these, so don't take them seriously." They they they, yeah. they still show at least the Superman. I I watch those every morning before or uh, on Saturday. On heroes and icons. Oh yeah, that channel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I remember they would. Uh, Nick at night would used to show the old George Reeves Superman though. Oh wait, am I mixing them up? I remember that. Nah. Oh, you know what? I think it is a George Reeves one. Yeah, back when Nick at Night was all black and what black and white. Yeah, shows. yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is that one. Yeah, back when Nick at Night actually was Nick at Night, not basically TBS. But I mean, I, I, I go, going back to Conroy, I think he was the best choice to really bring out the scripts that uh, that Paul Dini wrote and, yes. and, and McCuffrey, uh, you know, and, you know, McCuffrey but, uh, made did. And, I mean, he uh, felt like the uh, the first person who was actually like you know playing the two sides of like you know Bruce Wayne and Batman instead of you know just Adam West doing his same voice for both. Oh yes. yes. Totally. I totally well, it's like you had someone who there was a clear separation. It's not even like Michael uh, Keaton who like you know wasn't even trying like with his voice. Oh, he it was, was like he I mean, wasn't. Yes, he was. <laughs> But like with Conroy, it was like clear and evident. Like there was Bruce speaking and there was Batman speaking, and the two never mixed. Uh, new Batman Adventures. Eh. I mean, they softened him up a little bit. New Batman Adventures is just a bad show, and I like to ignore it. Yeah, I think it's preferable to ignore most of it. Um, yeah. but anyway, there are like several episodes of of 
Batman the Animated Series where he has to really sort of carry those, like uh, his Silicon Soul and... Um, Oh, yeah, where he's playing himself against himself. <laughs> yes, himself against himself. Um, what well, is it? a lot of the psychological ones tend to Yeah, be I am the knight. Um, P- um, the, um, well, the Forgotten, which is, one of, I think, one of the most underrated episodes of the series. Um, which one is that? Is that the one that's... with the Sewer Kids? Oh, no, no, that's the Underdog. Is that, the, uh, is that the, the White Slavery one? That's the White Slavery one. Whether or the guy where they're hiring, they're kidnapping hobos to work. Yeah, to yeah, work in the mine, taking people. Had, yeah, had, making them work slave labor. Yeah, he had amnesia. Right. Only, uh, only uh, kids show I can think of that actually touched on the fact that there's still slavery going on in modern days. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, he will be missed as Batman, and yeah, utter legend. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally agree with that. Unlike Tim Daly, who we don't care about as Superman. Eh. Wow, I, I, okay. like I like Tim Daly. Yeah, the fact that they replaced him and for George Newbern means it's like one of those not really lasting. I mean, they brought back Daly though. Yeah, because Daly wanted to do other stuff. That's why. Mm. Okay. Um, which really just. Gordo goes into the next topic. Which creative death hit you the hardest? I mean, you know, like I said, the this one sort of hit me hard. If someone who watch, who enjoyed the Batman the animated series and, and still watches it to this day because they rerun it up here on Teletoon. Um, oh yeah, they got it on. So yeah, it, HBO so Max yeah, here in HD. Yeah, so it does. It did hit. It did hit hard. So, what other creatives have sort of, you know, said that to us? I mean, David Bowie, just because he. Yeah. I mean, he wrote an album. Like he wrote an album. He knew what was going to happen, and he wrote an album before he passed. Yeah. And damn, that album oh, hits yeah. hard. <laughs> yep. That's crazy. Yeah, that does happen. Uh, Prince was another one that sort of hit on the musical side. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean Prince just came out of nowhere, like you know, just dying like that. Um, when MJ died, that was a shock. Oh, yeah, that that was a weird one for me because it was just like you're just walking down the street and people are just like, "Yo, you know, Michael Jackson died." Like, I mean, like, yeah, everything stopped that day. Like, people just like, did you hear? People I didn't even know. Like, did you just hear? I'm like, what? I, I mean, you know, story about that. <laughs> funny story about that. I had ju- I was doing a freelance job at the time. I had just moved up here. I was doing a freelance job for this company. And, it, you know, they hired me to do pay- page layout for a, uh, a unofficial biography of MJ. I had just finished it, and then two days later, MJ died. And then the next day, they called me. It's like we need you to update the book with the. the wow! Wow! Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it was definitely. I mean, suddenly there was like, uh, there was suddenly there was like this rush on uh, copies of Thriller. It was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, MTV went to just playing Michael Jackson's music. Like it broke their yeah, cycle that, of never playing music. 
thing. That was a crazy thing too because I I walk I walk with my my headphones like for real for real. So I'm constantly listening to music, going through you know the different streaming stations or whatever. And it was like Michael Jackson, no matter where I turned, I was like, what the heck is going on? Like, why? Everybody's just playing Michael Jackson. And like yeah, I they said, didn't, somebody they didn't, stopped they, me. He was like, you, did they you did know? Not, they didn't do that when Prince died. Oh, when Prince died, they just played uh, Purple Rain a bunch. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that In the movie. <laughs> well, that and, and everyone bought the Purple Rain album and all his other stuff, like, Sky, you know, the purchases of those albums skyrocketed. Yes. I mean, I yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was like a gigantic make like memorial that just started as soon as news came out in Minneapolis. Like I remember, like like a radio station I listened to actually was broadcasting from there. I think for like the better part of three, like that entire week, like you know the weekend, the day of, and that entire weekend, they were just broadcasting from that location because so much was going on over there. Mm. You know, I wanna I wanna put out there, um, since we were on on comic books and stuff like that, and a lot of people don't really know this guy, but Michael Turner. Oh yeah, yeah. Michael Turner. Michael Turner passed away at thirty seven. Thirty. Yeah, that was a shock. Him and uh, oh Mike Waringo, mm-hmm. uh, like the uh, the old uh, Fantastic Four artist. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and, and as a matter of fact, Michael Turner, which really like kicked me, is he actually did work on some Black Panther comic books. Yeah, he did, and he passed away early due to cancer. Uh, Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne McDuffie. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah, that was a shock that too. Was rough. Yeah, that was really rough. Pun intended. A shock. I mean, it's not like I mean we're all we're all bummed out when Stan Lee died, but we all kind of knew it was coming. That was right. Yeah, Stan Lee was at his. Like you know what? I think when it came to Stan Lee, I think we were all like, you know what? He lived his life. Yeah, Yeah. it was an age thing. Yeah, everyone kind of made their peace that it was going to happen. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was. But like, like, yeah, with someone like Dwayne McDuffie, it was just like you know an utter shock. Yeah, yeah, he he had a stroke, right? Mm It was like a yeah. surgical complication, I want to say. Oh, okay. So yeah, I yeah. Was, when yeah, when it's it young, it's, it's, yeah. it definitely hits harder. It's just like, you know, it's almost like you you got cut before you even got to do even more of what you're doing. Like you say, well, I mean, you know, kind of cut at your prime. Tune zone at the time, and when he died, it was like, holy shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, it, you know, uh, another one it sort of bummed me out for a couple of days was Carrie Fisher. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, 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 that was I don't... I, well, no, her... She had an aneurysm, didn't she? Yeah, it's the same thing that uh, what killed Tim Russert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- I think the thing that got me with her was the fact that it it seemed like she was overcoming yeah like skeletons and stuff and and yeah. coming out and letting it be known and she was going to go on to another step and not you know not the passing but well, yeah, it was it's, like it's moving like forward was, to something else yeah she was basically like you know what i i i've 
bypassed all my demons. I, I, I've been through hell and back. Yeah, exactly. I'm living my life. I mean, I should have been I should have been affected more by the death of Jim Henson, but that was like when I was four, so I really didn't quite, yeah you know, figure that out. Yeah. It was also the same year Doctor Seuss died. Um, yeah, I, I would go with Jim first, only because I I think when it hit me, it was like one of those what's gonna happen again, like his creative and his ideas, like it's like we're gonna lose all of that. It's like, yo, know, like, and, and yeah, it, it definitely hurt. It, it, it's, yeah, know, Brian is not his dad. It. He's tried, but he is. Far... No. no. No, not at all. <laughs> no, don't no, try. No, no. What, you didn't like Dark Crystal? Age of Resistance? It was okay, but, it, I mean, it was uh, a good show. It just... Uh, I, I I like here here's what I think one if you're gonna go into that I actually enjoyed it because I'm a big Dark Crystal fan out the gate brought the game even though the game was like ah but um it did there's there's a certain thing that I think that his father had and that was a balance on how to get things going and how to get it to run correctly right and he kind of stepped in and tried to take it over but he was missing a little bit of a, a side that his he father did, had he didn't have his father's vision I, I think we can all agree that. yeah yeah he, i don't he, think he, he was taught well like he was taught well from his father but he didn't he just didn't have the same or he he, he learned more by being you know, by being able to see what was going on, being able to grow up around it, but didn't actually know the ins and outs of it. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean... I, I mean, those are really the ones that, you know really sort of hit us i mean there are other ones i can't really think of off the top of my head that i'm sure i'm missing oh definitely i mean that's that's well, across the board mm-hmm. i mean i'm just looking through this year alone and it's like oh we lost sydney Poitier this year too damn that was this year january 6th mm-hmm. so early in the year Okay. All right. R.I.P. Let's do something a little bit more with a little bit more levity, shall we? Why not? All right. I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. Don't jump. Don't jump. Co-CEO of DC Studios. Uh-oh. Recently posted on Mastodon, which which DC character or, or characters who haven't yet had their own film do you want to oh. see most on the big screen? Oh, I have an answer for it. Mr. Gunn, oh, it was we? it was DC. It, I thought it was just across the board, but let's help him out, shall we? Okay, why not? Um, who wants to go? On your mark. Get set. 
really? Just throw something out there for fuck's sake. Well, I haven't. I just want to. I'd like to. I just want to hear someone else's verse. Um, well, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm gonna, okay, I'll throw this out there real quick, cause I, <clears throat> only because I was a, um, a, 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 I was a big Jim Carrey fan and whatnot, and I thought he, he could probably pull this off back in the day, but, um, Plastic Man, you know? Oh, yeah. God, that movie's been in development hell for, like, probably pretty 30 years at this point now. Like they have yeah. been badly trying. Like they've been trying to make this movie on and off since at least the the nineties. Exactly, and I and I don't understand why. But I, I what I'm saying is, I think it would have been interesting with Jim Carrey. Like I don't even know who would do it now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure prob- they'll figure I'll out. Probably somebody. Bill Hader would probably work. Bill Hader would be an interesting choice. Um, Honestly. Hmm? I, I, I'm sorry. There is one person I absolutely need to see see on 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 a film in film, uh, and it it this doesn't count because this doesn't count because technically it wasn't released in theaters. Uh, I would love to see Dark Side. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, we, yeah. He didn't even have any dialogue in that movie. <laughs> I guess so. That's a good villain. Maybe. I'd like to see, and it's just like the most stupidest, obscurest character, but I was like, well, I mean, that's perfect for a movie. You don't need to have to worry about anything. There was a 90s attempt at a character called Major Bummer in DC. And it's basically like, you know, typical slacker gains superpowers, wants absolutely nothing to do with that shit. And just wants to be left alone to chill on his couch and watch TV and shit. And all these idiots with powers keep coming to him. And it's like, hey, you got to help us. We're going to be a cool super team. Villain shows up. Hey, I'm going to kick your ass. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, this is like, you know, a perfect, easy softball of a movie. Because you could basically, like, you know, do a 90s, like, you know, period movie. Get whatever. I don't even know who you would get to play the role. But, like, you know, have them do, like, you know, this whole thing where he just does not want to be a hero but keeps getting roped into this shit. And it's like, oh, Seth Rogen, if he was younger, would be perfect for the role. But I don't even know who he would get nowadays. Yeah, I I, I, I think that we need a, a fourth a, a fourth, uh, you know, a new gods uh, film. I'm sorry. Oh, well, God, Never. Uh, honestly, yeah, we I almost think... had a new gods movie and that got killed. <laughs> yeah, it got killed because I saw what happened to him. Uh, Eternals, like, oh god, we're not doing this. New gods is just Jack Kirby's high concept attempt that no one has ever been able to crack, and not even Kirby himself could. Yeah, and I feel like it's doing a disservice to everybody to try and make it work. It's just. <laughs> It never works. Well, New gods don't work. As much as like you know, I enjoy some of the characters. It don't work. Ugh. You know what? I it's funny because we're, you mentioned that. You know what I'd like to see, and I've wanted to see this what? for years, and they'll never do it. What? I want to see an artsy as artsy as hell commandy movie. Oh God, a commandy movie that would be kind of ridiculous. Because they're never going to do it. <laughs> You know, Mandy I think... would actually be kind of interesting. I mean, it's post-apocalyptic Earth. You got, like, you know, a cave boy. But it's the future, so there's animal people and flying cars and shit. And it's just, like, the most biggest, stupidest, loudest thing you can do. 
and it would make no sense and everyone would hate it, but I would actually see that movie. Yeah. It's I like, got one and now I'm I'm wondering in between if that they already did it. Oh what's that? I mean between that and uh, um even it's not actually of course it's not DC at all, but my my life my what I've always wanted to see is a Xenozoic Tales movie. Um that's oh yeah, I, fuck Cal- Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Yeah, that would actually be an interesting. I like. Is that even DC? No, it's no, not. It's no, not. Okay, so <laughs> let's go on to. Tell I me already said that. To say. Oh, tell I me was. What were you... I was just wondering because I think they did it, and I'm. I'm like, they probably already made the movie. Did they do a Jonah X? No, heck, yes, yeah. they yes, did. Right? Oh, what's yeah. his name was in it, and it bombed. Yeah, yeah, it was, okay. it was Josh right, Brolin right. was Jonah. Yeah. yeah, Josh Brolin played Jonah, and I, he I, came I, back for another movie, didn't he? Like he did the role in, an, like, didn't he like come back in a cameo for some other movie? No, no. Okay, I thought he X, did. No. Yeah, Josh Brolin's uh, now. I think Josh Brolin's now persona non grata over the DC side. Yeah. Uh, any, uh, you know. I would love to see a Batman, you know, Earth 12. So basically Batman Beyond, Future Superman, Warhawk. Uh, well, well, what, like Future's End? Except not yeah. without the brother eye crap. Yeah. Yeah, well, we could get uh, Aqua Girl, Big Barda still, still down. Yeah, like just that. all that fourth world stuff is just a giant mess, but... No, but, you know, she's in Earth 12 as part of the Justice League with, with uh, Batman Beyond and uh, Warhawk and all that stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, what I uh, wouldn't uh, mind seeing, like, you know, I already, like, you know, said fourth world is stupid. Just do a Mr. Miracle and Barda movie. That would work. Mm. That would, like, you yeah. know, boil, yeah. like, you know, don't worry about the bigger picture, fourth world stuff. Just do them. Like, you know, he's an escaped yeah. artist. She's, like, you know, a huge alien lady who, like, you know, likes to fuck this guy. Yeah, honestly, and I they, don't want to, uh, honestly, <laughs> I don't think anybody really wants to see a Forever People movie or, uh... Absolutely not. No. We already had Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> no. Captain Planet. No, yeah, no I the... do not want to. I I don't want any like fourth world stuff. It's we no already one had understands... it. We already had it. It was Eternals, and it was bad. Yeah, no one understands how to do the concept right. It's never going to work. Uh, like literally, no one right can do a fourth it. world pro. Like anytime they try and do a high concept fourth world concept, it just comes out bad. Like, the, the concept way, I... is just too broad, it's too big, it's too daunting. Like, no one seems to understand. That's why, like, what is with smaller se- stuff works. What is with 70s Jack Kirby and ridiculous, broad concepts? I mean, you had Fourth World, you had the Eternals, you had 2001 A Space Odyssey. What is you, with... You had, you, you had people running... He was <laughs> the only one that could make it work because he was Jack Kirby. Like, literally the exactly. only one who understood what was going on in his head and where things were heading was him. I, I got one for you guys. Do you think that they could pull off a Blue Beetle? Yes. Uh, yes. They're working on that still. They're working on it. It's been on the slate for, like, you know, 20 years, but they're fun. Like, it's exactly. back on the front I'm not, burner. I'm not working on it. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, put it I don't, out. I, <laughs> I suspect we'll see Jaime Reyes probably in the next... Yes. No, um, no, that's what it is. It's yeah, no, it's going to be Jaime. Yeah, we're going to see Jaime. Jamie. Really, Jaime? <laughs> It's Jamie. <laughs> I I thought it was Jaime at first, like because I, I only saw it in the comics. Yeah, I, I thought it was Jaime. That's how they pronounced it on. That's how they pronounced it on uh, Young Justice. It's, it is Jaime. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, anyway, I could I could see the, I could see them introduce um, uh, that the uh, the scare blue beetle in um, maybe like the next Shazam or something. Um, also, I, I feel it's time to see Brainiac, Superman going up against Brainiac on the screen. Yeah, we never did get that with Chris Reeve. <laughs> we were supposed to in Superman three, and then they hired um, <laughs> uh, Richard Pryor. Uh, I still enjoy that one. I don't care what anybody says. It was so dumb. It wasn't bad. It, though. Was. it was stupid. It was stupid, but it wasn't bad. Toby, thank you, thank you. Nope, M Dog got my back. I'm with Toby, him. Toby, you're I'm talking to people. You're talking to people here who think Superman Four is better than Man of Steel. It is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there is literally no <laughs> argument to say it's it's a worse movie. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> It has Chris Reeve, therefore it's better. Okay, I'll go. Thank you. Thank I, just because he finished it with that, I will agree. I don't care how stupid that movie it was. It had Chris Reeve being like you know actually Superman instead of whatever that was in that other movie. Oh, you might as well throw in there the, the uh, oh instead God. of having super pets, you sure did Earth twenty six. Which one was that? The uh, the the zoo crew, the amazing oh, zoo crew. Like, no, they're Earth C minus. <laughs> C minus. So, could have had you could have them, you know. Yeah, Super Pets is not definitely not coming back. No, no, <laughs> not not Super Pets, but like the zoo crew. So you had Captain yeah. Carrot and. Oh, Captain Carrot would have been like 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 a good movie. They could have figured out some goofy way to make it work, and it would have been entertaining. Like Super Pets was just a stupid movie. <laughs> It could be worse. Like they could do a movie based off canceled comic cavalcade. <laughs> and I still would have. Let's make Prez a movie. Remember Prez? Oh my God, Prez the boy president. <laughs> Honestly, it could work if you had the right writer. Because uh, what's his name used Prez and shit? Not My Chemical Romance guy who Garrett Way who did uh, Doom Patrol, but somebody else did some stuff with him and all the other Doom Patrol comics. I forgot who. It'll come to me later. We we need a we need a uh, Justice Society uh, Sandman. Yeah, that's like the one thing I like. I haven't finished the show, but I was like, oh, we're not getting Justice Society Sandman or anything in in the Netflix series, are we? No, we're just getting no. we're getting Morpheus Sandman, right? Yeah, and I was like, that was irritating. Like, it was like, god dang, that was a really good story, and they did, they couldn't like figure out a way to make it work, or couldn't because like you know licensing and all that. Well, I mean, again, it's you know uh, Neil Gaiman owns the rights to it partially owns the rights to Sand. Sandman, right? But like the original, like you know, the 1940s Sandman though couldn't be included. Uh, That that would be an interesting idea to do Earth Two, and it's set in the 40s. Yeah, yeah. Have the Justice Society with uh, well, I mean, we have we have we have Star Girl with the Justice Society, but they don't have Sandman. They don't. They haven't. uh... Yeah, that well, that's the TV stuff. That's not canon. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, doing the Earth 2 stuff and eventually, like, you know, leading towards a Flash of Two Worlds and whatever else they want to call it. Well, that's a problem with the Flash. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem that has to be addressed still, and I hope that they, like, dispose of what's the, what's their name? Um, Ezra. Yeah, get rid of Ezra. Like, you know, like, if 
Flash somehow does well, just go ahead, toss Ezra, find someone else to be Flash. I mean, we it should be Grant Gustin, but I think like DC doesn't want to have Grant Gustin be involved for whatever idiotic reason. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, maybe James Gunn makes like you know figures out this shit. Like his like I saw that update saying like him and his partner are pretty close to finalizing the Bible for yeah. DC Cinematic Universe going I'm, forward. I'm just happy. You know what that means is thank God the uh, Snyderverse is dead and buried. Yeah. It's officially gone. It's over. Maybe like, they'll find I mean, that's Go ahead. Maybe no, they will finally they figure out how to make Henry Cavill's Superman actually watchable. Yeah, Maybe. not be I'm like, sure like a terrifying would. jerk and instead of be like, you know, Superman. Uh, <laughs> give him some fillings. <laughs> and we should dive into milestone, so icon, rocket Static. Static. Static, definitely. Uh, yeah. Like, how, like, I don't understand how static is not at the top of the list ever. Like, static above all else. Everybody knows, like, you know, anybody yes. knows static. Like, he's the one. Like, don't even bother with Icon or the others. They're, like, you know, people would pawn them off. Static is his own thing, though. Uh, he's, the, he's the front runner. <laughs> he should be the front runner of any cool. milestone related movie. And it's ridiculous that, like, you know, between the legal rights and everything else, I think they finally sorted it out, but I haven't seen his name mentioned as, like, you know, the show when he should be, like, the well, event no, movie. They, well, I mean, he brought back uh, Milestone into the DC universe, so. And they're working on... Did the new book come out? I know they're working on... The yeah, the new book did come out. Season, okay. Yeah, right. so season two... They're, they're working on season two right now. You know, it's frustrating that they're making a Constantine 2 with Keanu when they could have just actually make a proper uh, uh, Swamp Thing movie with him in it. Oh, oh Swamp Spectre. Thing. Yeah. While we're at it, Spectre. Uh, also Zatanna. They should just, just do a Justice League Dark film. A live action yeah, one. I mean, they had one, but then they decided no. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's well. They kind of dodge a bullet with that. Remember the guy with the, 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 the all that cannibalism? Oh, Arm and Hammer. Yeah, Arm and Hammer was supposed to play Batman in that. Uh, oh god, god no, oh no 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 no. You don't need just you don't need Batman in Justice League Dark. You just need yeah, but like Justice League Dark back when like you know get Del Toro back and have him do that like you know wild Justice League Dark movie that he would want to do. Yeah, it gets Atana, get uh, Constantine, the Matt Ryan Constantine swap thing. Just give me something with Detective Chimp. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me. That's the only reason I like I selfishly want Justice League Dark is so we can have something with Detective Chimp. You you just want the bad cow. Ah. Too funny. I mean, like, Detective Chimp should be, like, you know, DC's answer to Rocket Raccoon. I mean, he's, like, you know, the best detective in the world, but also a chimp. Well, that's the you problem. Is he, the, you the know, problem, I can't even be mad at that. <laughs> the problem with that is, is that Detective Chimp at the end of the day is just Lancelot Link. I, I Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, and not what they did with Pikachu? Well, look at me, making deep pulls, referencing Lancelot Link. Uh, let's do something real quick before we go into our review of Wakanda Forever. Uh, yeah, so today it was announced, the, the Game Awards and nominees, especially for Game of the Year. And 
I have to say that this year's list has hit a, a, a level of absurdity that I just fuck, man. Why? What's your problem? What's your problem, Private? Started. It needs to be restarted. Let it go. It, it's it. I mean, if this was actual, if this bullshit was real, manure, it would be the biggest offender of climate change. All right, what's the problem? Because I saw the list and I was like, kind of okay with it. Okay, seriously, God of War Ragnarok just came out Friday, and now it's get game of the year. Seriously, that's the seriously. one. I that's the one I had a problem with. Like, they need to set some kind of uh, release window. That's n- I mean, that's kind of like, it's kind of like how the uh, Golden Globes nominate films they've never seen. I mean, it's absurd. It's fucking absurd. (laughs) I mean, I think God of War is going to win it. I mean, that's rigged. It's paid off. Warfare was like a a week and a half ago. And and here's my thing. And I was going with uh, (laughs) private back and forth on it. I was like, yeah, they're, they're, those are the games they're throwing out. I literally, early Black Friday sale, I bought which is two top games that I thought should be in there. One was No More Heroes 3 and the other one was Monster Stories 2. Like, I'm like, yo, those are some top games right now. And how are you going to have a category named Most Anticipated Game of 2023? Get the fuck out of here. I mean, those are all games that are intended to come out next year. I mean, they've See, done this category. But... It's an award for it's an award for a game that hasn't come out yet. Yeah, it's a fan. It's a fan like uh, like. A but see, here's my thing, and I I, I went at uh, private on that one too, and I was just like, yeah, that's that's kind of funny because I'm actually still waiting for Advanced Wars. Ah. God, I don't know when that game is going to come out. Thank I mean, you. they have to so release it at some point. I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating expand, you know, Advanced Wars. Like, that's not in the running. I mean, I was thinking, like, you know, okay, maybe we're getting closer to it. And then, like, you know, Russia has to go and hit Poland today. And it's like, well, okay, so much for that. Well, a, 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 another one. Best esports event. What the fuck? I mean, Evo. It's always going to be Evo. Evo, Evo, Evo. I mean, it's the only one I even know on that list. The other ones are like, who cares? Oh, the other thing that annoyed the fuck out of me. Best mobile game. Diablo Immortal. You know how many fucking people had a problem with Diablo Immortal this year? How many? I mean, people who have, have been trashing it left and right and it still gets best mobile game. What the fuck? again i mean listen it it, you know what i can't even be upset because it just seems like this award ceremony or whatever you want to do and the people that's judging is doing what all the other awards are doing like they just have a panel of people that just they're just clicking (laughs) Not even really playing I mean, or watching anything that games, they're voting for. The best independent games, they fine. Some of these best independent games should be game of the year contenders. For instance, Cult of the Lamb. You know how many people I know who play Cult of the Lamb and absolutely love that game. 
I mean, I still feel like Cult of the Lamb isn't a finished game. That's the problem with it. So that that takes it out of running to throw yeah, exactly. what they're throwing in there in there. I mean, I feel like it's a good game, but it's not like a finished game. So wasn't the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven game of the year last year? That no, 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 that, no, no, that, no! It got nothing. That was a trolling game. One. No, last year was a battle between Hades. Wait, was it last year was Hades or is that 2020? I think it was 2020. Yeah, yeah Hades. Hades. And Hades and didn't get that nomination until after it became a finished game when, like, you know, 1.0 came out and, like, suddenly it had a proper end game Which and is ending. A tight game. Oh, that game is tight as fuck. Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I that, it's just a minor, minor. It's, I saw this list and I'm like it, it, it annoyed me because I'm like half these games just came out this past week week and a half and it's like we're just going to throw them in there no yeah, they just no. they just got to they, they got to keep the show rolling but Fuck and man. and that was my thing is is when you put it up when you hit me with it I was just like yeah yeah these games you we can talk about next year Yo, you didn't even throw up like Pokemon Legends like was that, that in there? That was a dope game. No, it's not in there. Bro, Pokemon Legends, yeah, bro. Legends on, was man. in there. Arceus. It was? Arceus. Yeah, it won. It was in the best uh, role-playing category. Okay, all right, all right. Because I, I, I ain't going to lie. I didn't go down the whole list. <laughs> now I got to check. <laughs> no, I was about to say, yeah, it's like, no, it's there. Okay, all right. Look at me. Is, all, is, is Metro players. Dread in there? Arceus. That was last Dread year. Dread was last year. Yeah, that was last year. I think that was game of the year last year. Okay. Yeah, I think it won last year. I mean, I That's would have, I would have, I would have been behind. fine if they just kept it with Elden Ring, Forbidden Horizon, Forbidden West, and Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles hmm. Three. That would have been fine. Oh yeah. But then they had to do something stupid and add a Plague Tale and uh, God of War Ragnarok in there. I'm like, what? What the fuck? And that's and that's probably going to be the game that wins. Oh, oh, last year yeah. it takes two one. It's gonna. It's, oh. it takes okay. two. I yeah. bet you right now, because of how it is all goes down, God of War Ragnarok is gonna win because it's the last game on this list that came out. And never I mean, it didn't happen last year. I mean, and there are are a lot of people who hold that candle hard for Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And 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 this isn't a fan category. This is like, you know, an actual industry category. And, and my only thing is which I was trying to um throw at you earlier private is that uh yeah, although that game just dropped, it's it it's literally riding off the the coattail of the first one. Like there's Which there's I, I don't, I really don't no dynamic change in the gameplay anything like that. It continues on with the story and like well, you just my, said, they, it didn't but, win last year. <laughs> but when I what, what I said to you when you said that to me it was, what if this game absolutely sucked balls? But it doesn't. That's the problem. It, it they actually put it up for game of the game of the year, and then they actually won, even though it sucked balls. But it, and that's my thing. It doesn't because it. I it, know, it, but it, what if it did? <laughs> continuing on the story, and it still has the same gameplay as the. Did. 
Bro, it, it, uh, I, I see what you said, but it would have had to. They would have to have made major changes to it, especially gameplay for people to be like, no, this shit sucks. But no, they just they knew what they were doing. They kept going and it's continuing the story. It's actually really good. And um, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, if it did uh. suck, yeah, don't throw it up there. But it doesn't suck. So. <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, uh, reviews. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Well, have fun with that. I Wakanda. Yeah, I have not seen it yet, so I'm going to tap out here. I, I did see it. I did go out to the theaters and see it. Yeah, I got to go see it. I went, I, what, you didn't even go see it, Toby? No, I said they have to go see it. I oh, saw I it. Yes, sir. I'm like, what the? <laughs> what Wakanda <laughs> Forever. Stop playing. Yeah, well, it still I, had my, I, I had my Black Panther hoodie on, bro. I had my I had my uh, Black Panther uh, mask on, so sitting <laughs> through it. Um, yeah, uh, I have to say I like this film more than the first one. Um, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty added, sure you will. Addition, well, the the layer of emotion behind it because uh, between the uh, you know it was like one part Black Panther one part uh, tribute to Chadwick Boseman and you know another part uh, war (laughs) and I I think that was that was my thing um, going with what you're saying like I I was wondering or asking myself like do I like one better than the other and I honestly don't like they're they're equal grounds to me because i like both of them because of what you're just explaining now i like that one on the stance of the emotional still keeping the story flowing still giving the action still doing it and i like the first one because of the story being told and still keeping the action i feel that they were able to do something that is not or, or it's hard to do when you're doing a one and a two. And that's kind of keep them flowing. Normally, either one is better and you just don't like two. Or two is better because it stepped it up. But I feel, honestly, they are on ev- equal grounds with me. Clay, what did you think? I enjoy two better than one. It's... I. We watched one before I went to uh, the night before I went to see the second one, and you know it, you're right. You no, know, it's it's a great flow. Yeah. No, uh, absolutely. But the second one, there was just something about it which was which was more. Blah, 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 Exciting I, 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 in a way. Well, I, 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 I think the the emotion that everyone you actually had this air of grieving throughout the entire film from the entire cast. Because yeah, you know, I, they, I definitely say it's more feeling in it, and and that's what I'm saying. For me, they flow equally because it's it's a different dynamic. So I'm not gonna put them against each other. I mean. The first Black Panther movie and itself 
on its own was like like something that was beyond like can you can this even be done and once it was done was amazing and what they did was amazing and then to come with part two with everything that they was going with to still keep up and that's what I'm saying the, the part two I feel kept the momentum going it's not like it dropped off it might have stepped it up a bit but it definitely didn't drop anything and it no. kept everything going and it's just like like they work side to side like real talk I can watch both of those movies back to back and have like like a great time and not lose any time as far as how long whatever I can watch them back back like I do like I, I, Star Wars well, it, it's funny you, <laughs> you mentioned that I don't care how long it was it did get a little bit long in the tooth at certain points but yeah, I didn't uh, feel that it was still I, I was still that. able to find I mean it, because it of the pacing first, yeah the pace it, 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 the pacing was good I, I admit it did get a little bit long in the tooth because it's like and I understand why but I can understand also why people say, hey, "Hey, it's too long." I mean, I, I personally I didn't know. mind it. I didn't. I didn't mind it being that long. I just there have been people that complained that it was long. Yeah, listen. I said there. I already knew what I was going in to see. I already looked at the the runtime. So in my head, I'm just like, "Yo, am I gonna feel this?" So I'm sitting there watching it, enjoying the movie. And clicking in my head is like, when am I going to fill this runtime? Because you know you've been in movies where you're sitting there and it's just like, oh my God, this is just still going. But no, this one, it's even at the point where you, where I was thinking like, oh, y'all going to drag this out. No, it was just enough, clicked over. And like I said, the pacing in it is, is, is great. For, for, for all the all the stuff, plot points and storylines and dialogue. Yeah, it was it ran long, but it fit well into each other. Yeah. Starting point though, for me, it was like, okay, we've reached the end, time for the credits to roll, and it kept going. It was just like they could have tightened up oh. on some stuff. I will agree with you on that one. I will agree on but you know what? When the when the uh, mid credit when that mid credit scene came up, uh, I I think that was the only point at which Cry the baby. entire movie. Yeah, I teared up. Cry baby. <sighs> I I did tear up a bit when they introduced uh, a certain individual. Uh, let's let's not go into no spoilers. Too too super spoilerish. Uh, you know, we'll just leave it at they introduced not only the current Black Panther but the next one as well. And we'll leave it at that. Um, people say no, they they teared up, they cried, I'm and <laughs> I didn't. It was just like this. This is what they did was they went in a logical way. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Clinton. Really. Yeah, and it's funny because I went I went to see it with um Tanya, uh, fiance, and um as I'm walking in, uh, one of the ushers. First, he greets me with the Black Panther hands across the chest. <laughs> I'm like, all right, dude, because I guess he saw my sweater. I'm like, all right, greet him back. 
And then as we go on there, um, he's he's taking us to our seats. He's just like, let me know when he cries. Let me know when he cries. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? But throughout the movie, I understand there were parts in the movie where they was trying to pull those heartstrings. But I'm with Clinton on it. It wasn't it wasn't in depth. Like it was more like that was the way the movie should have flowed. So I'm good with it. Like yeah, so, no, I, I I was I, I I was down with it up until the very end when they introduced you know who and I'm like <laughs> now I will I will give you oh go ahead Clay. How they honored him at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know that what? It was great. That I no, give absolutely. real, real respect to because a lot of people don't even realize that um the one the um well the opening scene credit thing was dope, but yeah. the um the painting of him on the wall is an actual. That's that's the real thing. It ain't something that they propped up. And there's a few of them actually around the world where people yep. put up paintings of him um, as, you know, the Panther. And, yeah, and that was just given recognition to the fact that, yeah, they are these paintings on the wall across the world. Like, so, yeah, that that was totally All right, All right. I, I'm going to put out a question here. I'm going to put out a question because a lot of people have been talking about it the last couple of days. Angela Bassett, should she get an Academy Award? Hell for yeah. yeah. Should have had one already. I, I, Real talk. Okay. <laughs> that's, not even, that's not even a question, bro. <laughs> I think for this role. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, she, you know, the, the, the throne room scene I alone uh, no, stop. It, I'm not doing it, scenes alone. I'm I'm tired of that. Scenes alone. No, stop it. Through the whole movie. Through the whole movie. Like, I'm yo, I lost my mom's early. She throughout the movie, she was she was mom's. She was dead. She was queen. She was king. She was like she represented that role tight. So yes, I, man, she I, deserves. No, I, I I I agree with you. I am. I was just saying. This this the throne room scene alone warrants, uh, logically warrants her getting an award. Yeah, that's my true. whole thing is is I hate when and that that's where I think I'm going. I hate when it's like oh this scene alone. That's like well King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Well that scene should give him something like no carried throughout it, the yeah, movie each part her, each scene her, I, I just felt like that particular scene alone you know yes include everything in the film with her in, in, in her performance in the in the film i'm not denying that with you i am not going you know i agree with you 100 percent. that scene stood out to me because it's showed and it expressed her ability as an actress and her experience as an actress that's what i'm saying and it's not just that scene 
It's every scene in that movie. Thank you. Thank you, Clinton. She was that person. Even if you want to if you want to click scenes, if you want to do that and go on with Clinton scene said on that role, even a part when she was in front of uh, Nirmar and was just like about to get bombed and like and, and, and even the writing, even the writing, you gotta give it to everything, but she got it. When she turned around, it was just like run child. Like like you felt that motherly urge of like I told you to leave. Like, oh, but I'm gonna leave you like run child and she turns around and is just man, listen, it's every part. It's every speaking part. She did every part right, bro. Uh speaking of Namor. Uh, tonight, Kawaita, um, yeah, I, I definitely, they definitely need someone to cast, uh, they need proper casting for Reed Richards because he's, de- because, uh, Namor's act is going to pull Sue Storm away from him. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna pull her. <laughs> That's definitely a comic book head right there. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, also the chick that played Namora, yeah, uh, she could dominate me anytime. Just putting that out there. <clears throat> wow. All right. Um, <laughs> what podcast are we on again? She <laughs> start a whole nother podcast real quick. Woo. <laughs> Wife is sleep, right? Wife is sleep. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I just thought this was a good, glowing, uh, continuous story. What happens and what's on. Where are you going? You disappear. You're disappearing, bro. Oh, sorry. There you go. Well, my game's low. But the wife was attacking. about the echo. Uh, overall, though, I just find this film to be a really good piece of film. Strong flowing, uh, continued the ethos of of the kingdom of Wakanda and yeah. the Black Panther. Excellent. Uh, Dominique Thorne, uh, Dominique Thorne as uh, Riri Williams. Uh, I thought she was perfect. Uh, can't yeah. wait to see her in her series. Uh, I'm gonna give this a four and a half. All right, I'm I'm, I'm with you. It it. It it was like Swiss cheese to me. There was a couple of holes in there, but I love Swiss cheese though. But uh, so uh, I'm 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 well, gonna I mean, give the whole it a CIA four. Aspect, the whole CIA aspect. I, thought, I wasn't I even mad at that. Like like I have my own holes, and, it, and it's cool, and it's not enough because I knew once I watched it in the theater that I'm going to be watching it again at home. Like for real, for real, I'm picking it up. Um, I'm going to give it a four, seven, five. I was thinking the same thing. I couldn't let a uh, private outdo me. I had to go up over four. And <laughs> yeah, definitely. Where, a four where, you didn't even say shit. You did, I didn't know you, you saw it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it. Well, why are you I so was, quiet? Um, not feeling all that hot. You know, I, I mean, I haven't even, I haven't even really offended you. 
Oh, bro, yo, I'm I'm just getting but, over a cold in a bucket. Coronavirus! Things, bro. But that, that being yeah, said, that. yeah, uh, I saw it Thursday, and um, it was it was great. I took my took my wife and my mother-in-law to see it. Ah, nice. Yeah. I was actually supposed to go with my, is it mother and fiance, mother-in-law Future to me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but we didn't we didn't but uh me and my fiance was able to go and see it so it was cool uh clinton what are you giving it clinton? my 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 okay should be good now yes oh, i'm not sure so back up i think i given the original the first film, like a four nine nine. I'm about to get the this one. I'm about to re- back that up to a four uh four point two five. Okay. I might have to give this a a four point five. Alright. <laughs> this, this, this 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 I saw it in 3D and this was worth it. Yes, Seeing it in 3D. It was not a lot of films which I see in 3D are worth seeing in 3D. This one was worth seeing in 3D. Was, I was surprised. Okay. The first one was the first one was decent in, in 3D also, if I recall correctly. Yeah, it I, was. I, I, it, it was alright. But yeah, I think I, this in this one, one given the whole, you know, underwater scenes and yeah. they taking it different places, it gave more for the visual. So yeah, so seeing this in 3D, I could see that. Well, as being... I wasn't gonna see this in 3D if I was wearing a mask. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just... uh, fair enough. I'm I'm actually gonna go see it at least three more times. So, uh, bro, I, 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 I said the same thing. I'm with you, blur. I gotta go see it with um. Oh oh, shout outs to Geek Soul Brother. He's in the hospital. He should be out soon. He's doing oh, good. Oh, yeah, right. yeah 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 yeah. He, he, he fever or a little something. He, he getting himself fixed up. So, <laughs> but once he gets out, me and him, we should be going to see it again. Well, I should be seeing it again with him. So, okay. yeah. Top of the news. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's, it's like breaking news. <laughs> um, real quick, uh, the the uh, documentary on Netflix is that black enough for you? Uh, written, narrated, and produced by Elvis Mitchell, uh, my my personal favorite uh, film critic and uh, historian, uh, deals with uh, black filmmaking during the late sixties to, to the late seventies. So basically, the black exploitation era and when, all, when a lot of black films were produced. Not an old mate. Uh, mm-hmm. Wonderful. I highly recommend. And to anyone, especially especially if they're a film buff, uh, there was a couple of things in there that I even learned. That I was like, "Holy shit, I didn't know that." I mean, it was uh, like, you oh, talking about oh. moves or no, no, oh, okay, like certain, <laughs> certain things like, for instance, uh, Isaac Hayes wrote um, "Walk on By" because he loved uh, "Once Upon a Time in the West." Hmm. Oh, uh, oh, you uh, just being white I, right I, now. No, he, he was like he would be in the studio and he would go see it. In, uh, in yeah, yeah, a lot of black people know that story. We good. Uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, just are finally figuring it out. 
I know. You see how long know it that. took. I'm sorry. I'm like, I didn't know, okay? <laughs> Won't hold it against you. Toby, are you going to take my uh, my, my hood card now? Because, because nah, nah. You can hold it for a little bit longer. You good. Because I, I, I could talk to Janine. I can get it back. I mean, you, know. you good. You good. Um, and on that note, thank you very much, as always, for listening to tonight's show. Of course, if you have a show or a segment idea for the future, hit us up at thenerdyvenoms at gmail.com. Next week, the year begins to wind down with Thanksgiving coming, so stuff on streaming will be coming out for us to review, and we'll, as usual, be our reckless selves. Uh. So, until then, follow Elia underscore she, that is Twitterella, real Lord Alex, Rita22, that is a silent wonder. She is in Wakanda right now, as we speak. Um, Mdog957, uh, Howard Toby, that is, of course, the Chobbit. Gotcha. Uh, myself, Johnson J Stone Zero, Illuminous with two E's, blurred words, State underscore Clinton, that is the Velvet Voice. Hello, everybody. And don't forget to buy your Cleavage Dragons. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Of course, Arch Humana, that is Shadow Scout, and Jedi Greedo, that is Musky. Also, follow the Nerdy Venoms for your news and commentary from us, as well as the Geeks. Oh, brother, also buy us a coffee or Toby his very own set of Chaos Blades. Oh, yes. Uh, on our <laughs> coffee page at coffee.com slash the Nerdy Venoms. And finally, check out our past episodes at www.thenerdyvenoms.com, as well as wherever you get your podcast. And if you enjoy the show, make sure you give us a five star rating. Because, uh, you know, really, it helps. Like it. Stuff like that. Anyway, that's it. Enjoy the rest of your week and come back and join us next week and tell them peace out, everyone.